pop culture podcast that basically talks about all that nerdy shit you see on TV, in the movies. We're big comic book heads. Kyra's a big Star Wars head. Um, I'm dabble in that area a little bit. Basically, we love fantasy. We love sci-fi. But we're also relatable as fuck. Like, we don't take all that shit too seriously. It is um, part of our personality, big parts of our personalities. But it's not 100% our fucking personality. And you could have a beer with us. And that's how I think that we should explain this show from now on. (laughs) We are relatable nerds. Okay? And basically what we like to do in this episode is we like to catch up. Every episode we like to catch up, just see how our weeks have been going. Uh, We like to talk about the latest news coming up about Marvel, DC, actors, um, basically anything having to do with what we're interested in. um, And we want to report on it, basically, and give our valid or invalid opinions. That's up to you, I guess. Our humble opinions, yes. if you will. Um. And we usually, exactly, very humble. And then we usually end our episodes with a recap or two of what we're watching, which is usually something within the Marvel DC realm. Right now we're watching The Bad Batch and The Last of Us on HBO Max. Um, and if you saw this week's episode of The Last of Us, you guys, episode three, holy shit, our thoughts and hearts are with you because we're still <laughs> crying over this. Um, we cannot wait to dive into that later on in this episode. It was incredible. What it, a great week for TV. I so. <laughs> I am still reeling over that episode. Um, My eyes are already welling up now. Yeah, for real. Um, before we get into the all of that, Kyra, how was your week? <sighs> Horrible. Because it's cold. It's so cold. It's so fucking cold. Like, it was, like, so nice for most of the winter so far. I feel like as I've been getting older living here, like, our winters are way more serious in, like, February now. And I feel like that's when we used to kind of, like, ease up, like, the end of February into March. Now it's just, like... February is trash. Yeah, so... And then most of March is also trash. Yeah, like, it just rains. It just starts raining, and it's like, what? April showers bring May flowers. Right, like, I know we've said this a million times, but we just don't want people to forget that Chicago seems like all fun and games in the summer, and it is, but sometimes there's 42 days where we don't get sunlight, and you really question, like, what am I doing here? Yeah, you question (laughs) all of your life and your choices, and I've been, oh my god, well, I'll I'll let you finish, but I just wanted to say... It's cold, and that's my week. (laughs) No, I just wanted to say that, like, I've been thinking about moving to Florida lately. That's how bad it's getting. It's... Right, like, and it's like I all of my family. Where I would like let Ron DeSantis run my life. Like, there's no oh way. Oh my god, take away all your books. They'll He's ban all of my apps books. Soon. Yeah. He's gonna, like, you can't have HBO Max because of Last of Us episode three. You Can know? you imagine me in fucking Florida and Trump land? I would be dying. I just like move to like one of the small little beach towns and just like you know get a little shack and live on the beach and just. Well, I would know. live in my grandma's uh, condo in Fort Lauderdale. There you go. I mean, you have it set up already. I know, shit. exactly. Um, but I have to live with my grandma. Okay. Oh, she went back? <laughs> no, she's not back. Oh. But she she owns she, it. So yeah. it's like, if grandma, there, but yeah, she'd be like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. What else happened in your week? Nothing else? I don't just know. was cold the whole time. Now I'm just, just thinking about Florida. <laughs> in a corner, like shivering the entire week. I don't. I am so tired when it's cold outside. <laughs> I literally, I, I, it's like every year in January. And it's, it's like, like hibernation. Like, yeah, but then you start thinking, like, am I sick? Am I fatigued because, like, something's wrong? And the next thing you know, you're, like, on TikTok and your phone is fucking listening to you and you see, like, these videos. God bless all of these people I've seen this week because... 
it's fucking sad, but they'll just be like, how I knew or my symptoms of getting like colon cancer or something. Oh my God. And I'll just be like, I have fatigue and I'm bloated. I'm like, <laughs> those are like two of the main things that happen to me every day of my life. So I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so basically, Jamie, yeah, this past week has just been a week of, um, what is it called when you're just always afraid of being sick? Hypochondriac. Yeah, hypochondria, that was, yeah. That was my week in one word. Hypochondriac. <laughs> I, I I feel similarly to that because yeah. I I have like electric heat in my house. So it's so dry. It's so fucking dry so, in here. Electric bill so expensive. So it's fucking expensive. So I like turn off all the heat at night yeah. because like I just don't yeah. want to pay five hundred dollars a month for yeah. my fucking electric bill. So bad. But it's just like this dry heat, like and it's so every morning I wake up and I'm like, what is this? Like, like my fucking. Yeah. My like, yeah, I'm like, I need, I need water. <laughs> it's like sleeping in the fucking, like, cold-ass desert. Right. It's insane. Yeah. So every day, yeah, I feel the same way about waking up with, like, a cold and shit. It is rough out here. Yeah. It's rough out here like, for these shout fucking out, pins. Shout out to all the people in cold climates right now because it isn't easy <laughs> to go out there and put on layers do you know what, like, I know we're just complaining, this is such a first world problem thing, but it's just like, oh my god, like, the jacket, the boots, the socks, the gloves, the scarf, it's just like so much shit. It's so much shit, it's and it doesn't, and you're not even warm when you go out right. there, it's like such trash, I hate nothing. it. I'm like, and then you go, the and then you go, exactly, and then you get to the place you were supposed to go, and then you're like sweating, because you're like, why the fuck did so I layer on, like, I'll literally put like a tank top on, a long sleeve, a t-shirt, a sweatshirt over that, and then like, scarf yeah. yeah leggings under my jeans so much shit leggings under the pants yeah. they make me so hot but I always I have to wear them yeah. otherwise I can't walk I'm outside like shivering yeah it's I have brutal. so many um oh yeah I, oh my god I have so many long johns from parade use my code ilsa the joe for 30% <laughs> off I think it's 30% off right now sometimes it's 20 right now it's 30 but yeah use my code um but yeah this week I I actually started a new job I'll be hosting movie parties at the Alamo Draft House which just opened in Wrigleyville I'm going tomorrow. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm not hosting all of them, no. Oh my god, which ones are you going to do? Um, I haven't signed up for them yet, but um, yesterday I couldn't meet because they somebody got COVID, oh and god. they were like, we didn't train any like hosts in Chicago. They have like people from like the other locations mm-hmm. that are just working there until yeah. they like have more hosts right. trained and like ready to do the parties. Yeah. So they were like, you are only hope. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I had to, like, last-minute host, like, a Goonies party. My friend was there, too. Oh, my God. That's... I did so terribly. Don't, really? don't gonna... ask them about it. No, wait. I'm going to. Just... That's so funny. It was she my won't... first... It was my first um, time hosting the movie party. I think the next time it'll go a lot smoother, but I was extremely nervous, she... and I forgot a bunch of shit I was supposed to do because I had never done it before. You're going to die. Why? Like, I'm at the Alma for the Goonies party. Party. The person working here looks so much like Ilsa. <laughs> it is That's me. That's my fraternity. I think you met her at, when we were at um the the show we had. We were like all at that Lost Never Found bar. She yes, like that is um, so funny. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nope, yep, that's me. She said it was fun, though. Good, I'm glad yeah. that they had fun. Um, I, It was just like, I'm 
I mean, they were like, it, they were like, it was good, like, great job. I did end up saying shit in front of a bunch of children, but it's fine. Oh my god, there was children. Was there a lot of people? There was a lot of children That's for fun. Goonies, which I like. I guess I should have thought, yeah, but I really didn't think so, just because it's like an '80s movie, so I thought it was gonna be like all old people, right? Like who, like elder millennials, like nostalgic people, yeah, and like Gen Xers, and there was a lot of those, but yeah. then I guess there's a lot of like parents who wanted to like share, um, that their love for this movie with their new generation that makes sense um but yeah it was crazy but i'll be better so next time you guys go and have and <laughs> i'll be hosting a party it'll be good <laughs> because okay. now i know oh my god i want to know i want to go yeah yeah <laughs> they're fun you get free props and shit that's so cool yeah um but that yeah. was my week I think we should get, I mean, it's been, it's, it is such a boring, like, time of the year. Yeah. Um, like, so trash. Like, work is trash, so we're, like, poor. Yeah. And, like, there's not much to do, and you don't want to go outside, and, like. It's just dark all the time. It's so dark it's all the time. Yeah. It's very sad. But let's get into more of a, high, like, higher topic. Let's <laughs> say something, like, more fun. Let's talk about abuse allegations. Ooh, <laughs> how did I know? I just thought that would be, like, so dumb to, like, go right into. I was, like, looking at my news, and I was, like, what is the worst one I could say? <laughs> yeah. So Justin Roiland was officially fired uh, from Rick and Morty after he uh after his domestic abuse charges were filed he was finally charged um like they filed the charges in 2020 but he was finally like convicted or charged with something i think i remember that when it happened in 2020 when it like yeah there was like some weird some other weird shit where he had like i don't know if it was him or the partner but there was somebody involved in that like had like a little mini movie or something on like youtube or online where they like fucking like it's disgusting. I don't even want to say. But what? it involves, like, pedophilia. Oh, no. Yeah, it was disgusting. It wasn't, like, it was just, like, a doll, but it was, like, really gross. Ew, ew, yeah, ew. Yeah. Um, Rick and Morty. Rick right? and Morty. I don't yeah. fucking watch it, so. I do. I love that show. I think it's yeah. amazing. It's such a good satire. Like, yeah. I think a lot of, like, nerds really like it. Oh. Um, if you watch, if you listen to this podcast, let us know. Do you watch uh, Rick and Morty? Um, the problem with Justin Roiland getting fired is that he is the voice of Rick That's and Morty. That's what I was going to say. Like, he's the, yeah. And multiple side characters. So, how are they going to go on without him? They they plan to. They are going to do another season. Yeah. But I guess they're going to replace the voice actor. Um, there was this guy on TikTok who went viral because he can make the voices, like, perfectly. Right. So, there That's was, like, cool. this thing on Twitter, like hire this guy he's like perfect for it and yeah because then it would be like no change at all because right. it literally sounds exactly like fucking rick and fucking morty they should absolutely do that they should, they should do like like a band audition for like rick and morty and just like had anybody enter from across the world and just like yeah that'd be so much more fun it would be so much more they, fun they'll be like a fan or something and it'll just be like so fucking cool way cooler than somebody who's an abuser being in that Exactly. And like, guess what? Like abuser, you can lose your fucking job. You thought you were the only one. No, it turns out someone has the exact same voice as you. Didn't he create Rick and Morty too? He did help with Dan Harmon, I believe. Dan Harmon. I think Dan Harmon's the one that did the weird shit too, which is weird. Even weirder now. 
What did he do? He did the thing I was talking about, the pedophilia. The pedophilia. Oh, my God. What um, the fuck, Dan Harmon? He um, did Community. He was the guy who did Community. Which just sucks even more. Um, let me see. Dan Harmon, the pedophile. Yeah, 2009 Dan Harmon doll grape video surfaces. What does that mean? I'm just saying. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Dan Harmon apologizes for old pedophilia sketch. Yeah. <laughs> it, I quickly realized that the content was too distasteful and took the video down immediately. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it came out in 2009. We we're all pretty offensive in 2009. I said it last week, basically, like, the problem with people is they're not educated and they're not willing to learn and not willing to get better. Right. I feel like with cancel culture, like, you have to be able to forgive people and have them grow. Um, if they're not willing to grow or change or be better people and not apologize for what they've done, then they don't deserve a second chance. Right. But otherwise, I personally feel like Maybe they do. Maybe not Louis C.K., but maybe everyone else. <laughs> Him and Chris Delia, like, fuck both of them, honestly. Oh, my God. Chris Delia should be in prison. I he is a pedophile. Man. Yeah, and there was, like... That's a crime. It's crazy because, like, it, there'll be a couple years and then everybody just forgets. Yeah. Like, the, not everybody, but, like, the majority of people will still go buy these tickets and will still, like, go support them. And, like, Louis C.K. sold out Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Yeah. Only yeah. Harry Styles is allowed to fucking do what that. You're fuck? telling me that you're almost as big as Harry Styles. I mean, that's pretty much just, like, everybody <laughs> saying a big fuck you to all the people who are abused by them. Be like, hey, who cares? They're going to make us money. We don't care if he fucking assaulted you or pulled his dick out in front of you yeah which is like, also like a crime but something that you wouldn't serve for very long but you would be on a list forever good which Maybe i mean list, no he matter. kind of is uh, you know yeah he's on a list forever um so crazy i just i want him to just like go away and go away. stop making put him in guantanamo bay just put him in, put yeah present on the island you know even though, like, what Louis C.K. did wasn't as bad as, like, what Chris Dillia oh did, God. but, like, and then to play still not okay. To play, like, a spoof of yourself in You Season 2, like, play an act. Did you watch You Season oh, 2? Oh, yeah. Insane. I think I just watched that episode because yeah. I was interested to see it. It's, like, most of, it's, like, the second it's half so of the crazy. season. It's so crazy. It's Jenna Ortega. It's art imitating life. Yeah. It's like um, if you watch like old Woody Allen movies, like he talks oh about like God. wanting to fuck little children and he's actually dating like a 17 year old in the movie Manhattan as a 42 year old man. So it's like all the signs are there. It's in their art for God's so sakes. Um, but yeah, that was our, our like, little highlight like, <laughs> <laughs> topic. Um,. There's just some, like, nerdy things I just, like, wanted to point out um, that I, like, read from, like, MCU Direct, basically. <coughs> um, so the Thunderbolts, we know that that's coming out. I guess it's going to, like, read, like, a Black Widow sequel, which means that, like, Florence Pugh will be, like, the main star and will be doing, like, everything in it. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> just dying. Just dying. It's Should fine. Here's your inhaler. <laughs> Um, and then also just want to say that, like, Daredevil, um, they're, you know, telling us about their writing team, and they've hired three former lawyers and three former Arrow writers. Did you like Arrow? I never watched it. 
You never watch it? I started to watch it and then I could never get into it, so I stopped. Uh, a lot of people think it's, like, amazing. I just, okay. I don't know. I didn't, I was just, like, so, I don't know what it was. I just wasn't, I just didn't like it. I want to say, and it's a thing that I always say, and this is so me, I th- there was just too many white people in it for me to That's get into not it. not relatable at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really heard too many people talk about it either, but interesting yeah i need just more maybe there wasn't enough i don't really remember it to judge it that harshly right now but i just remember it just never really kept my attention um if you guys disagree let me know maybe i'll go back and watch some more but um I, i just never was really into it um and then another thing is dave batista i think we talked about this last week he uh was fan casted as bane and he was like, yeah, I'd make the perfect Bane. Well, now they're, like, asking him about it again. And he's saying that he's too old and he wouldn't want to do that for his body. Like, he was thinking that that would be too much on his body. Which is probably why he stopped playing Drax. Right. If you think yeah. about it. He, true. He was, like, just so huge and probably, like, had a really strict regimen and, like, diet and stuff. Um. I don't know, but he's, like, I guess he was wrestling before that, too, so he has lived a life. He's lived many lives, and he's probably just has enough money to just chill and pick and choose what he wants, because he has that M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out. Yeah, and that's cool, and he's, like, a big dude in that one, too, but it's, like, not as, like, heavy on his, like, body. I mean, you know, professional athletes have to retire at a certain point, but I just feel like he doesn't have to. Like, Tom Cruise is still doing it. Yeah, right. Maybe he'll just, like, step away and realize how much he misses it. Because there's no, I don't, I feel like he would still like want to do a couple because he loves it. He's good at it. You know? Because what other job is he going to get? Maybe like, maybe he'll be like a spokesperson for like WWE or something. Like I could see him doing that, like being like a telecaster, maybe like a personality. That's but... so low. I feel like that's such a drop in like what he's used to being. Like he's basically like almost to like rock tier. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. like he's almost at that level and then he's like at the peak of, like, this is the peak of his career. I feel like he could go higher. Yeah, he is very, yeah, well-received right now by everybody. He should. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe so. it's something with his family. Maybe he's just trying to, like, be closer to his family. Yeah, maybe he doesn't want to fucking die. I don't blame him. I do. Uh, I don't okay. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like Hollywood. I would die doing what I love. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he just, like, needs a break. Maybe. He'll be back. I think he'll be back. Maybe his old bones is tired. <laughs> and then you had some nerd news too, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to go over the Oscars a little bit and all the things that have been nominated. Um, Everything Everywhere All at Once has been nominated for like literally every single category. Like Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Actress, Movie, Director, everything like that. So I wanted to give them a shout out. Michelle Yeoh. The uh, Daniels, who are the directors, K Hua, K, I can't say his name. How do you say the guy's name? From Goonies, K. Oh, K Hua Yeah, I don't know. K Hua Kwan, K Hua Kwan, Stephanie Sue and Jamie Lee Curtis, all from Everything Everywhere Once. Our beloved Brendan Fraser has gotten nominated for The Whale, which was an incredible movie. Bring your tissues. It is insane um and then hong chow from the whale as well as supporting actress she was amazing um very asian heavy let's go let's see our asians coming off of that fucking asian hate smear campaign that was covid fuck out of here yeah ridiculous 
Um, so that's cool. The Oscars do um, that. That'll be in March. So uh, cool to see those releases. At least they they put some good movies in there. Some things were snubbed, but we won't go into that negative stuff. At least everything, everywhere, all at once, got all that credit they deserve. Um, do you want to say The Last of Us is confirmed for a second season? Whoa! Yeah, that was already confirmed earlier this week, which is because before they weren't confirming it. Yeah, and everyone was kind of talking like, "Well, that's because the second video game is kind of sus." Um, God, I can't wait <laughs> to get into sucks. that because man. But now is... we know that they can deviate from right. the second season. So it's 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 giving us a second wave of hope here for part two. Yeah, but, um, just trash. Well, did you watch the after show on HBO Max for The Last of Us? Yeah. So he was like, if we can do something better than we did in the game, we'll we're going to do it. And I'm like, so I was yes! like, yes, fix all of your fucking mistakes. I was watching it last night. I turned to my friend and I was just like, there's hope. There's so <laughs> much God. hope. I'm like, good. They only can change the whole fucking second game or the second half of the second game. Yeah. Um, but, I still think that it's going to be great for the rest of this season. Yeah, though. oh, this, like, you guys, keep, keep watching, keep, keep watching. It. And, like, even, like, overall, part two, it's hard to follow up the first the first mm-hmm. game, the first season of the show is going to be hard to follow up because it's just unlike anything else. It's the original story. You meet all the characters you love so much. So, like, obviously it's always hard to follow up with a sequel. And they did pretty okay, I would say, for, like, most of it. I mean, it's really good because if you think about how much you feel, like, you're angry. You're torn. Which means it's amazing. Yeah. Makes you feel things that you don't want to feel, basically, is how mm -hmm. I'll explain it. We're not going to spoil anything for you guys, but it is out there right now. You don't have to wait for the second season of The Last of Us TV show. You can just just play the video game. Watch the gameplay. Uh... Anywho, but yeah, the, that that part two is just, it really does make your blood boil. You, I cried so much during part two. Yeah. I was a wreck the whole thing. Um, yeah, The Last of Us second season. I think they confirmed, because I thought they were going to wait until like the end, like usually at like, the end of the season or like episode eight of nine or something. Yeah. But my prediction is, is that at the end of this season, they're going to announce a game three. Oh. So, and everybody's talking right wow. now about what the third game be about. Because there isn't really... There's no characters left. Spoilers, <laughs> yeah. It's like, everybody's kind of on their own path now. Um, Everybody's kind of at a crossroads, whatever, you know. But maybe we could do, like... We can uh, follow another character. Yeah, or like a flashback of Tommy and Joel for that 20 years. And how he meets Tess and everything in between. Oh my god, yeah, like how a Tess prequel. Tess meets Frank and Bill, like... Yeah, being born over there and bitten. how Frank Frank could have his own mini series yes. about how he was like an accusee in Baltimore. Yeah, like there's so many different you know the fireflies forming against Fedra, the rebellion almost like there's I think that would almost be a cooler game, and then we would get to revisit those characters yeah. that we adore. Um, yeah, like how did. Joel get... make it from Texas to fucking Boston. Some shit had to go down. Yeah, what it... a r- random right and you state know state to end up in. There could be so much shit they go into. They could go into like it's spreading even more, like the world basically getting bombed, like all of these cities getting destroyed. Like there can literally be so much. So I don't know. I think it would be cool to do a game three as like The Last of Us Part One and a Half. You know, or yeah, something like that. But. We'll see what point happens. Point five. Yeah, Last point of Us, five. point five. <laughs> mm-hmm. The prequel. I love prequels. Yeah, Let's sh- fucking go. That would be a good time for sure. This is a prequel podcast. <laughs> We've said it before. Yeah, we're a prequelist. But, um, so yeah, that was cool. That was that was good news this week. Hell for yeah. For sure. Is that all for the nerd news? I 
I think so, yeah. All right. Well, we can get... Sorry about that, guys. It wasn't like... We're, it wasn't as in-depth as usual, but it was kind of a slow news week was, for nerds. Yeah, slow but for everyone, apparently. We definitely have some recaps to get for you. So, basically, Bad Batch Episode 5. I think we should start there. Yes. Uh, Entombment is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And during this recap, I'm going to get mean. <laughs> First of all. Whoa, why? Well, because it started off, the score in the background was so distracting. Like, the entire episode, I was, like, so distracted by the fucking music in the yeah. background. It, it was yeah. so dramatic it was and very epic. loud. It was so epic for what was going on. It didn't match. And then speaking of things not matching, Wanda Sykes voicing that character, the Fee. way she is drawn, yeah. Fee, the way she is drawn, drawn it just does not fit the voice you know that bitch is british she looks british right right it's Um, just so funny yeah it was it was again like i don't know second season isn't really doing it for me so far for the bad batch i do like a couple of the episodes i like that we're getting into like different characters and more of the you know like tech storyline and stuff like that but i don't know like this one was kind of just like you know yeah it was but but like and also like get me in this writer's room okay like why did hunter agree to go on this mission it doesn't seem like something that his character would decide at all he would say no and not want omega to go then omega would sneak off with fee and do it herself and then he would come in and save the day and that would be an actually better episode um if he had stayed home and omega snuck off and then he just like jumped in because the same episode could have happened but it would have been with added drama the entire time because she's doing something wrong and he's worried and he would just jump right back into that episode where he's like i just want us to get out here alive he could just jump right back into that fucking moment like and the entire bad batch was kind of like silent this episode and like they're just like a silent un interesting batch of clones that are just humdrumming along on an adventure that Omega is carrying all by herself. I think maybe that's why they did it because Omega was like treasure, treasure, you know, like she was like freaking out. Right, but it's not like within their character to do that. So they're making like wrong character choices for these people. Like keep it within how these characters would behave so that they're believable and we're not like losing the thread of their characters because we already don't know them that well anyway. And none of this part of none of nothing in this episode really mattered to the core story it was just like why are we really caring about a lot of it you know exactly was, i mean it was cool to see you know another black character in star wars like obviously that's always very exciting it's cool they got wanda sykes right now in the mix and i do like fee's character because she's a bit of a pirate you know and she like takes omega under her wing she's a little too bit. hot to be ha- to have wanda <laughs> sykes voice yeah i guess yeah um but I'm not saying that Wanda Sykes shouldn't be a character, but I don't think she should be drawn like that. I don't. I didn't really think and too they, much I of feel, it. I don't know. I just couldn't get over. I was like, this, this, this deafening score in the background. I'm like, yeah, no, what? Yeah, this is so crazy. I, yeah, and loud. the score. I actually was like, like at the beginning. Right, like, it's very it was like so weird. Spazzy. Um, <laughs> I did. I think it was cool. I was um reading some reviews up there, but they did. A lot of people were comparing Omega and Fee, their relationship to Ezra and Hondo, um, from Rebels, which, as we know, Ezra Bridger is like a Force sensitive Jedi. 
don't really know where he is right now because that's how Rebels ends. And there's rumors of him that he's going to be appearing in the Ahsoka show and shows to come in Star Wars. Um, but they kind of have like the same relationship, Ezra and Hondo, as Omega and Fee because they both like get along, but they don't really trust each other because Fee is a pirate. Obviously, the Bad Batch is like, she's sketchy. Tech is like, this bitch be selling stories. Like, she can't even really keep her shit straight, you right. know? And it's funny because she has a little um, crush on Czech. But um, tech. Yeah, tech. on Tech. On Tech, I can't speak. Um, I did think it was cool, though, to show, like, a little bit of Amiga, like, figuring out everything with a compass and just, like, kind of, like, flashing lights on all the thing and kind of helping him get out of there. Um, but th- yeah, Omega carries the entire does, weight yeah. of the show on her back. They would have been screwed and then her. last week she took the pack, the overweight pack of carrying all the fucking this entire show on her back, and gave it to Tech. And he had a good show, and then everybody was pissed off about it, calling it filler. Yeah, and it was a good episode. Faster was actually interesting and fun. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that one. It was cool. It felt very like prequel. Like Phantom Menace, you know, almost like pod racing yeah. a little bit. It was it was fun to revisit that. I just feel like the writers just didn't have enough time with this season. Like, I don't know. Are, where are they going with this? I, like, I, we don't I, have yeah. anything that they're going with it. Or maybe they got too many episodes. You know, they have to fill up like twenty two or something, and they have that to is have. A lot. And their only idea was that. Um, oh fuck! What's her name? Not Mags. What the fuck is her name? Sid. Sid. Yeah. Max is from Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> Sid. The only thing that they're leading up to is that Sid is going to, like, stab him in the back. Yeah. yeah. Which so, is, like, that's all like, you got? We okay. need more. I need more. <laughs> you want more? I'll give you more. I'll give you more. <laughs> See, and then the Crosshair episode was good, too. The actual oh, episode was Crosshair. Which... I never thought I would say this. I want to yeah. see what that dude is up to because, man, I'm holding out for him. Yeah. I have a feeling. It's like episode one was bad. Episode three, I don't remember episode three. Episode two was Episode okay, two was crosshair. Okay. Episode two was crosshair and it was good. Yeah. And episode four was faster with tech and that was good too. Right. But one, three, five, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just kind of all over the place. And then there was this like big, huge, like, I don't know, robotic fucking statuesque Pokemon. It looked just like a fucking, you know, big horse just stomping around. It was kind of just like very childish a little bit, which don't get me wrong, I love... It's a show for children. Yeah, I guess it is an animated series, but, you know, at least they win, they won, they didn't die, everybody made it out, you know. Uh, it's, it As we crazy. can be sure of yeah. every episode, it's like we know they're going to be fine. It's crazy that there's so the stakes episodes. need to be more about like their friendship. I feel because that's what made the first season good because the stakes were like about their relationships with each other, and because we know that they're going to end up safe after these adventures because it is a cartoon show. So let's dive more into the relationships between the characters and keep them in character. Unless they yeah. give us a way for them to develop. Because, like, all of a sudden, Hunter's like, y'all go on a treasure mission. Like, that's not Wrecker saying that. Yeah. That's Hunter. It's so weird. Um, and where is, like, Nala Say? Where are those people, you know? The Empire got her. They got her building stuff probably for them. Making more clones and whatever she's doing in there. Like, there's, they're just not using the show and this potential storylines to their highest ability. Because there's so many things coming out that they could cross with it, like Fennec and this and that. Like, you know, like it's just, I just don't think they're really doing as good of a job as they can. No. them together. And there's so much Star Wars content, and I know 
we have Mandalorian in a month. I know we have Ahsoka coming out and there's all these good things, but kind of seems like it got like brushed under the rug and it's just like, they like it, they like it. If they don't, we're going to cancel it after season two anyway. Yeah. It's my guess, you know. I will get canceled, which sucks yeah. because those characters were fun. That had potential. But, you know, whatever. At least maybe some of them will end up like crossing into like another show. You know, I think we've made we'll it this Omega. far, so maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're going to watch the rest of the season, sadly. <laughs> gotta, gotta do something in January in the house. You it's know? like me when I watched Mulaney all the way through oh, 13 God. episodes. It's canceled <laughs> at like the sixth episode or something. <laughs> they let the rest of the episodes air anyway. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. It came out so long ago on Fox, like 2014 or something. <laughs> Hilarious. You're like, I'm <laughs> Hilarious. Um, but let's oh. move on. Um, so, uh, cause we don't want to shit more on the bad bad. Yeah. Let's actually talk about a show that is good, which is The Last of Us. Um, so we didn't do episode two recap last week, so we'll just, we can just do that really fast, and then yeah. we'll go right into episode three. Um, so yeah. basically when we left off last week, Joel, Ellie, and Tess are now off the grid. They escaped the QZ, um, and... Uh, yeah, they're, they're basically, they, they agreed with Marlene. <laughs> they're still skeptical about taking Ellie um, to this meeting place, but they really want to go find Tommy, and they got to get this battery. And Tess, for some reason, is just, she has, you know, like an itch. She's like, okay, like, this Ellie girl is cool. Like, I want to believe in what she says. You know, we're starting to see these, like, redeeming qualities in Tess, where she's almost turning into, like, a mother-like figure to Ellie, realizing they don't really have a lot of people but each other right now. And at the end of the day, she's just a kid. Like, she didn't really yeah. ask for any of this, you know. Um, Joel is still being, you know, a very grumpy old man. Um, he's, yeah, he's kind of just, like, there. He's like, why are we doing this? While it's like, Tess and Ellie are bonding, he's right. just kind of, like, this lump. I think that was, side. yeah, that was my favorite part. He got a little jealous, I think, of Ellie, honestly. But that was, like, my favorite part was to see, like, Ellie get that you know bond with her because it didn't really seem like she liked Marlene that much you know she's kind of just like whatever um because Marlene was just like do your ABCs walk back in a line every day so we know you're not infected like she probably feels like a fucking test rat or something but um yeah it was cool to see Tess and Ellie get closer Joel being the grumpy old man which you know it's crazy because like this could help him find his brother and get to Wyoming but he's still like, eh, I don't know if I want to do it. Well, like, what options do you have right now, dude? Like, he's out of options. It. It's pretty much it. Go sell some more drugs. Well, you killed the guy yeah. you're selling to. So, uh, anyways, so yeah, they're 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 out of the zone. We do confirm um, that. Yeah, this is the episode where we start off actually in Jakarta, Indonesia, yeah. where the initial outbreak began, uh-huh. and um, basically. Uh, I love it. It was so good. They they picked up that doctor. Mm-hmm. She was eating lunch. It was the cutest thing yeah. again. She Last of so Us adorable. hiring the most adorable actresses on this face of the earth. Truly. Like, hired her, put her in the car. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what did I do? Like, did I commit a crime? And they're like, no, of course not. Sunshine, you are the most adorable woman in the entire world. Like, I'm sorry that we stopped you from eating your yeah. salad. And then you were so polite that you were like, no, you didn't interrupt my I lunch can't at all. She just, like, just go. Yeah, she and just like, got in the car. I'm like, what? No, you're right, girl. You don't have to do that. You didn't do anything wrong. I know. Oh, She's fuck. like, went along with it. And then, poor woman, she, like, they found her because she's the best at what she, what she's the best at what she does. Yeah. What she does isn't very nice. Yeah. So, no, it is. Um, <laughs> but she basically goes 
they allow her to test the body that's laying there that's infected and the the outbreak happened in a flower factory um and a lot of the factory workers were infected and they're missing some and of them. The 14 of them are missing uh-huh. but they managed to catch one and they have her sedated and the doctor is like looking inside like checking out her body yeah and basically those little tendrils come out Ugh. and the doctor uh sits down with the other people later and they're like so what should we do and she's like bomb yeah she's like word. bomb the bomb fucking the city yeah. bomb everyone in it and yeah that's how that started the infection reached america by the time we catch up with joel and ellie yeah that was pretty quick it spread really really fast um mm-hmm. everybody's always eating flour and sugar so but um yeah so 20 years later we find ellie joel and tess on this path right now they're gonna go take her to that meeting spot where she's gonna meet the other fireflies marlene has set up for them unfortunately they're walking through this this just destroyed and just wrecked um boston which looks very similar to the video game. It looks really, really cool. All the buildings are leaning over. All the greenery is growing up on everything, the vines and stuff. And um, we do see that they could take this pretty easy route, but um, there's a bunch of infected, like, right there. And we do find out that these tendrils that are coming out of the infected lead to bigger bloaters underground, which is just a massive form of an infected Um and if you step on these little, like, fungus tendrils, you can wake up all of them, hundreds of them at once, but just putting your feet on that, which actually isn't in the game. In the game, it's just spores, and you have to wear a gas mask. So that was a little bit of a way they drifted from the video game, which just makes it more intense, honestly, because now you yeah. have to, like, watch out where you're walking. Like, in the dark, can you imagine? Like, that sucks. Um, yeah, you can't go anywhere. You literally have to sit your ass down and wait it out. But, um... So, yeah, so they end up going through this museum. This is where we see them uh, test Joel and Ellie encounter this clicker, these a couple clickers that end up finding them. They're chasing each other. Tess ends up spraining her ankle. Joel ends up killing both of the clickers. Ellie's <laughs> just, like, gets a little scratch or bite, whatever. Thank God it was her, yeah. if anybody, right? Um, and then Joel's, like, Tess, <laughs> Tess breaks her ankle. Yeah, and Joel her, yeah. is like, oh, I've seen this before. He's like. This isn't going to end well. <laughs> I know what happens after this. Poor guy has PTSD. He's like, shit, not the ankle. <laughs> not Anything the ankle. But the Anything ankle. but the fucking ankle. <laughs> he looks at the watch. He's like, fuck! We only have a matter of time. Is Petra no! here? Are they shooting? Right, we got about an hour and a half. Uh, <laughs> he's like, fuck. So um, they finally, they, they get to this uh, meeting spot just to figure out just to find out that all of the fireflies there are dead and about to be turning into runners and infected yeah. um tragic right fucking scary tragic and then they're Imagine. just in the middle of all of that they have to make a decision split second we find out that tess in addition to spraining your ankle shit that museum sucked she gets bit so she is actually infected shows them this gnarly bite on her neck She's probably got a couple minutes before she turns into fucking crazy runner. She knows she's at the end of her line, but in hopes of kind of redeeming herself, her storyline, getting everything right. Making her, her death worth it. Yeah, she asks, she begs Joel basically, yo, like, take Ellie all the way. You gotta do this. She could save everybody, blah, 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 whatever. Joel reluctantly agrees to, but it's not like he really has a choice to go anywhere but there because yeah. they wake up 
all of the runners and yeah. by stepping on like one of the fungus tendrils and you can hear them all coming. They got like seconds. Tess has a lighter. She puts all this uh, lighter fluid everywhere. It just so happened to happen to conveniently be there. Thank God for the gallons Thank of gas God and for whatever. The gallons. Oh, so she, flammable liquid yeah, just right. waiting. <laughs> so she has this lighter <laughs> that she just can't fucking get to go. It was a firefly holdout, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's true. Um, and all of them start running in, all the runners and the clickers. Joel and Lily had left. Joel literally had to like drag Ellie away because she was like, I don't want to leave her. So, so sad. Which is crazy. You would think it'd be the other way around. Like, right. who actually has the like bond here? Right. Um, so, Tess tries to light this lighter, set the whole place on fire. All of these, well, that rhymed. All these people, <laughs> all the clickers and runners are coming in. Not the clickers, just the runners, I think, for the most part. And one of them notices, I think there was a couple of clickers, one of them notices her, walks up to her, and they just, like, show this nasty scene. Yeah, they, like, French kiss. Yeah. Um, The tendrils go into her mouth. Yeah, she's, like, ready. Tess is ready for one last hurrah before she blows herself up. (laughs) She wants to make out with this, like, bitten firefly man. Yeah, good for her, girl. What a way to go out, you know? I I mean... She she never was infected, so... Yeah, I think we said this on our YouTube recap, but, like... You know, he had half of his face was attractive. Right, she remembered it. For yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> the one half that wasn't mushroom. Good on you, Tess. You know, just not judging, not good judging for the you girl. <laughs> Get it. Um, and yeah, you guys, that's the end of episode two. So we lost another person. Tess a is... lot less of a romantic ending in episode two than what we get in episode three. Oh my god, you guys. Episode three. I mean, even though we ended with a kiss, like, it was still not, not as romantic at all. Was it a romantic kiss? No. So Last of Us episode three, it's, uh, entitled A Long, Long Time. Arguably uh, one of the best episodes of television ever created in the history of the universe. On par with, I would say, The Red Wedding and Panic in Central Park. And, uh, yes. Oh, God. Big <laughs> words. Um, Those are my two I was days. also thinking um, San Junipero, the Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. I watched that, too. Oh, um, Man, that sends me every time I'm in tears. That's so good. I didn't really watch Black Mirror, but I did watch, like, the major episodes that people, like, said to watch and that was one of them oh it's so good very good um yeah do you want to do you want to jump right in do you want to take the reins on this one or you You can start um yeah so we do get you know joel and ellie are together now they kind of are just figuring out their relationship what's it gonna be they have a lot of bantering and it's kind of funny ellie's just so i mean what the one thing that they can agree on is that they both really cared for tess right and so yeah they pile up a bunch of rocks as a makeshift tribute to her which i thought (laughs) was really nice yeah it was uh it's cute to see the relationship forming as we know this is going to be the big one for the game um they're just, their banter's really funny. They're both yeah. just kind of stubborn. Well, they're not really bantering. I mean, Ellie's bantering, and yeah. Joel is giving Ellie the silent treatment. One word answers, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, really fucked. Um, but right. you could see his, like, dad tendencies coming out in the little things that he says. Like, yeah. he's very... He's warming like, up. Yeah, like, not, like, giving her the coat and not really saying anything. You know, he wants her to be warm, you know. Not allowing her to have a gun, getting worried when she kind of like disappears like there's a lot of like little like nods yeah. that he is actually 
having real feelings for this little it's, girl. It's nice to see because it's Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. You know he's got feelings. And I also notice he looks at his watch a couple times. Like he'll do it. Like when he has moments. Aww. Like he'll just be like, it's cra- It's like so cute. It's like I the slightest that. little. I noticed it in episode two as well. Um, it's like, wow. Watch. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was so cute. It's real, those little things just get I me. I love you, Joel. But, um, yeah, this episode wasn't really about Joel and Ellie, though. This was about Bill and Frank. Yes, it was. Holy moly. Uh, so Bill is in the game, you guys. Obviously, we do know from the game he does have a partner that has been that has passed away. Don't really know too much about that. Um, they find we, him, like, hung in the game. Yeah, and we do see, like, Ellie see kind of, like, a pamphlet, like, journal thing in the game as well um, that kind of alludes to that. But Bill was this crazy, not crazy, he was a little crazy. He was very jaded, very sad. Again, you kind of get that from the game. He's a you, prepper. Yeah, he's a doomsday prepper. He likes to be alone, doesn't like people, whatever. And he was waiting for this day to happen, and it happened, and he held down He was ready. City. Yeah. Dude was ready. Yep. Um, so they they went, this was a whole, basically the, the, the bulk of this episode was about Bill's character, which didn't really come as a surprise for video game, the video game players, a little bit just because we didn't have a lot of the backstory, but we knew they were going to have to start spreading some of these episodes out about some of the characters because there is nine episodes. Um, anywho, yeah. It was it was great. We we get to see Bill meet uh, this guy who is trying to enter his little city that he has locked down. Yeah. So, but you gotta like think about it. Like Bill like went around and created a fortress around this like little town Crazy. for four years. He was under the radar for four years, and then yeah. all of a sudden, Baltimore goes down the QZ over there. Yeah. And Frank says he was with a group of ten people. He's the only one left from Baltimore. Right. They're, I don't know, somewhere outside of Boston. Who right. Knows how many miles, but they mentioned that it was a small town. Very cute little small town, too. It was too. cute, yeah. Um, and he falls in one of uh, Bill's traps, Frank does, and so Bill goes out to investigate to see what's up, and lo and behold, he finds the most adorable man inside of a hole, Frank. And Frank is so cute because he's like, you know, Bill has created this entire fortress and is like, capable and like so smart and like built for this world yeah and frank is like a very like social creature like he came out of the court he was with the in the quarantine zone like obviously he's tough like he made it that far oh yeah but probably like was gluten-free you know like let's think like (laughs) like, before the pandemic he was probably like one of those gluten-free guys yeah had like a bunch of friends you know um, you could tell he was, like, a very, like, social guy. Yeah, um, for sure. But, yeah, Bill decides to be nice and get him out of the hole. Yeah. And even, you know, feed him. Which what is, like, what made him decide that? Also, he hasn't spoken to anyone in four years. Maybe that was it. The The first interaction was so awkward, and it yeah. ended up in them sleeping together immediately. Yeah. It was so weird. Like, and Bill had never... Horny? Jesus Christ. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Four years? I guess, yeah. For Bill, or no, more than four years for Bill. Bill said that he had sex once with a woman. Okay, yeah. And then Frank was like, I don't know how often he was getting it in the QZ. I was going to say, like, he's probably getting down in the QZ. Well, I don't know how many, like, gay guys were there, you know? I think when it comes... It's, like, limited and then double limited. It's, like, your choice of partner is limited when most of the people are dead, and then double that if you are, like, only attracted to a certain portion. 
Yeah. You gotta be bisexual in order to like thrive. To, to get your yeah sexual needs uh, there. To thrive in these environments. For real, I was gonna say people just become what they have to become. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a very it was a very awkward first like encounter all the way down to that like hooking up and stuff. It was still like yeah, so awkward. Oh my gosh, like what? Like you didn't think what was gonna happen happens, but. Um, there was like a lot of time skips too, which was yeah, good. Yeah, because you know, like, where else are they gonna go anyway? Like, why would Frank leave? Like, he's in a whole like, Bill literally locked that whole place down. It's insane to think about. Like, yeah. It's cra- like it wasn't a huge place, but like, that's ballsy. I would have just did like a house, and that would have been enough for me. You know, like just make that instead of the whole. Town. But he needed all of his stuff. He that's needed true. Home Depot. He needed. Um, the gas station he needed the wine place true. you know apparently they really liked to go together they liked to go to the clothing boutique and the furniture store which i think is so funny it's like so they cute. just lived this like little idyllic life just them two it was so cute and the painting and everything mm-hmm. but yeah you guys basically they end up like falling for each other and it's very romantic and it like as i said it happens over time you know and it's just a really, really beautiful love story, just like peeking into their life and what they do and how they got to the point that they're at. And they both age throughout the episode. You know, they're a bit younger. They get a little gray by the end. And we do find out that um, towards Yeah, because the end, 20 years goes by from yeah. the beginning of the episode because Frank meets Bill four years into the pandemic. Right. And then we're at 2023 by the time the episode ends right which we're in like now time where joel and ellie are just down the block right <laughs> and, and joel and ellie are actually side note you guys going to bill's house just because for um joel actually met uh bill because of tess mm-hmm. and they kind of show a little scene of them like having lunch because tess and frank became friends over the radio right because exactly. frank is a social creature He's a social creature how did he survive with just one person i need to know I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was just on the radio talking to people, you know? Yeah. Just like, hey, anybody A really talk? nice girl named Tess. A yeah. nice woman named Tess. Just let her come in. Um, Their double date was so cute. It was really cute. Joel was, like, <laughs> so uncomfortable. It was so funny. Um, yeah, so that's why um, Joel is heading over there because, you know, Tess is like, oh, my God, you can go there, like, get a car. They have the supplies. They'll help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, the, but the, the bulk of it is based on Bill and Frank's relationship in this episode. And we do see towards the end, in present day 2023, Frank does get pretty, pretty sick. He has this debilitating kind of like muscular disease where he can't really like walk that much. Yeah. He becomes not 100% paralyzed, but, you know, he's just Probably has like ALS or something. Yeah. Or, or he could have cancer or something. MS, something Who really, knows? really, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Um, but before that happens, they, a couple years down the line, they get invaded. And luckily, oh, right. like, um, Bill had already fortified everything and he's been trading with Joel for a while. So right. he's like able to like fortify even more. Um, but he's out there like shooting these raiders. Yeah. And he gets shot twice, like once in the leg and then right in the stomach. And Frank saves his life. Yeah. And Bill doesn't think he's going to make it. And he basically is like dying thing to him is like I I like have everything is ready for you like 
I have like an escape plan like for you so that you'll make it and that was like so romantic and so beautiful that he like planned all this to make sure that like Frank survives after like giving him like the key to everything and like this he just had a plan in order to like make sure that Frank would be okay forever just so sweet hey class you rude stuff. <laughs> no, he's like, excuse me, stop talking and pet wow, me. Wow. Um, yeah, they did kind of have, you know, Bill has that like tough way of showing his romantic side, but it was really cute in ways like that, you know. But it was very so touching. Cute. Um, there were so many cute moments between so them. So many. I think I want to watch it again, honestly. Yeah. Like Frank, like surprising him with the strawberry patch. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! It was so. Uh, it was just. Uh, it was they just were so, so happy for them to be in the middle of this horrific time and a pan. It was just just goes to show you guys like. He's like I traded a gun. He's like which gun? <laughs> Your small ones. <laughs> um, that was such a cute, cute, cute scene. I loved it. I'm sorry. Um, but. Hi, mouse. Yeah, so towards the end, we do see that Frank is kind of, like, exhausted. He's like, this is going to be my last day. They have, like, a bunch of crushed-up pills, basically. He's like, just put this in my wine. So fucked up. And, you know, and he's like, uh, Bill, can we just have one more good day? And, and it like, was so sad. They go dress up. And they get married. They get married! It was so <laughs> fucking cute. And then um, Bill makes, like... The steak dinner they had on their first, like... Rabbit dinner. Rabbit, I mean rabbit dinner. Because it was paired with the Beaujolais. Yes. Beaujolais. Um, And they, yeah, they do that. And then he, like, pours the wine and puts the stuff in it. And then he drinks it. And then Bill looks at him, unbeknownst to um, Frank, and he put the same amount in his or whatever. Yeah, it was in the bottle already. Yeah. And he gulps that thing um yep. and he's like let's just go lay down and they left oh, it's just so good it they so die good. in each other's arms in love that was such a good episode for for not having like a lot of backstory on bill and getting to see that was really great um seeing that set of nick offerman was cool too um, yeah it was a really, really good episode. And then we see present day, because they've been, they obviously died in that room. They were sleeping in their bed together. Um, Bill leaves a note for whoever finds this, but probably Joel. <laughs> yeah, I and reads. love that it's, that's exactly who it's right. signed to. And he just basically just like, you know, hey, like, yeah, we're going to be fucking dead in that room. Don't open the door. We left the window open so the house doesn't smell. Here's the, the oh my god, the but they're totally haunting that house. Yeah. Because it's so crazy because he tries to open the door and then like the front door closes. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, they're still there. They're trying to like make it safe. They're like, close the door, you idiots. Like, what if somebody runs in and gets you or something? No, I mean, they didn't want him to see this, the them dad in the bedroom. That's oh, what I was thinking. But I, I was think like, was they are it. just like. Yeah. Well, he was gonna, he was about to open it and then the door shut and he was True. like, oh shit. And True. then he was like, Ellie, let me think about Ellie. Right, and then Ellie like goes in that little yeah. But they're still like their souls are still alive and they're still haunting this uh, this so cute. house. I'm sure. I believe so it. Cute. I love it. I love to see it. It was such a good episode. And then um, Joel and Ellie present day are now at Bill's you know place. Um, they he has a car in the garage for them set up. They start charging the battery. 
They end entire up wall of guns. Right. They got everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have, yeah, they, they like take showers and relax and stuff. And it's like, God, they're in such a rush. I'm like, I would like chill here for a second. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not in a rush to go back in that fucking car with Joel to like drive. I guess it hell. is kind of weird to like hang out in a house with like two corpses yeah. of your friends. It's true. Like, those are Joel's friends. That is true. It is kind of off putting, but times like that, I don't know. I don't know, yeah, during the times. I feel right. like. They had hot water? Genius. Hot water. Hot Genius. water. Genius. How'd you do it, Bill? <laughs> How did he How fucking do, do it? it? They were, like running electric with the batteries and the generators and shit. It was insane. If I like ever have to go through something like this, I will not do it in a place that gets cold. I will no. have to be in a tropical area. Hundred percent. Because I cannot be. I can't be cold. No. I can't be cold. I refuse. I'll just die. No cold showers. None of that bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll be dirty. Um, right um my layer of filth will keep me warm yeah my layer of filth um yeah you guys and that's basically the end ellie and joel leave the little town they end up yeah they get in bull's truck ellie's super excited because she's never been in a truck before or a car before yeah she's like freaking out over it It and joel is like this is the trashiest truck in the entire world like this piece of shit yeah and he's like put your seatbelt on and she's like what the fuck is a seatbelt and he, like, puts her seatbelt on for her, and it was so cute. It was really cute. Oh, my God, what an adorable episode. And they head for Wyoming. And then our last shot is the open window to Bill and Frank's bedroom, where the two will remain together in each other's arms forever. What a poetic ending. It was so fucking beautiful. It was glorious in every way. It was just absolutely gut-wrenching, and I'm so glad they gave us that episode. Yeah, Emmys, Emmys, Emmys for everybody. All of them. That is going to be, honestly, one of the best, yeah, best episodes of the TV show I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, But thank (laughs) you guys so much for listening to Relatable Nerds. If you like this episode, please um, subscribe to our channel or... Are, is it a channel? I'm so confused YouTube whether it's like, like a, YouTube. YouTube is a channel, I guess. But is our like, podcast a YouTube? Subscribe to our show. Yeah. Subscribe to our show. <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube. We're Relatable Nerds on there. Follow us on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook. We're on everything. Everything. Show you love. Please leave us a five-star <laughs> review on whatever platform you're listening on. And, you know, tell your friends about us because that will really help us grow. So thank you so much again for listening and see you.